So welcome to this week's podcast of Women Celebrating Women with me, Franny Kirby. And today's special guest, I'm very excited, it's Jackie Walker. Jackie, would you like to say a little bit about yourself? Yes, I will. Um, so I'm named Jackie Walker, obviously, but you might know me or you might want to know me better as Yugen Artistry because that's the business name, Yugen Artistry. Um, I create Reiki infused abstract art, I guess you say. You might want to say it's modern art or contemporary art. Um, most of it doesn't represent anything. So I, that would be abstract. But then occasionally I'll throw a tree in there. So I don't know what you'd call it. Really. Amazing. Uh, contemporary, modern. Who knows? Yeah, I would like energetic art. That sounds amazing. Infused with Reiki. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It's infused. It was originally when, when we started, that wasn't the plan. The plan was just to, well, to have some fun. It still is. It, the, the aim is to just have fun. But originally it was me and the hobby. Hence, I'm not Jackie Walker, the artist. I'm Yugen Artistry because there was two of us and we were both going to be doing our own thing. Um, he was painting furniture at the time and he's a really good artist he can draw I can't draw and he was creating art on furniture but it didn't go anywhere so he kind of gave that up and I just continued doing what I was doing and it was it was just like a natural progression that the style as you will know the style has changed so originally it was just a paw a basic paw and I was watching YouTube finding paws all different types of paws swipe paws dirty paws it's ring paws all sorts of different things and I was trying I think too many things at once because I loved resin and I wanted resin on my art and yep. I was buying inks and mica powders and and all sorts of different stuff and what I was creating was quite nice and I was really enjoying myself but then come Christmas of this year um it wasn't enough I wanted to pick up paintbrushes I just wanted to do something more with it. It was, you can do a pour in no time at all. And it's quite wasteful, if I'm honest. And I was feeling it. I was like, oh, no, I can't. I just didn't want the waste. The, the pour off is awful. You look at it and you see all this paint is pouring off. And it, I just didn't like it. And the, the kind of, the waste that you get with your pots, you're using so many different cups and you've got so many different chemicals or glues and different things, pouring mediums. And it was just, I really don't want this. It took me longer to mix the paints than it did to paint the picture, if you get me. Oh, yeah. So I moved on to um, sponging and using and brushes. And I, I kind of, I don't know, it's, it's really strange. You start off doing one thing and you feel that that's you. You feel that that is your niche. And then it just, it just moves into something different than... Yeah, it, you, yeah, you evolve. And I think that's what I've done over the la over lockdown, certainly, because I was still pouring during lockdown. And now I'm not at all. No pause. And I, I think that's really in a really interesting analogy here, isn't it? Like how we kind of start off, if you're talking about our own consciousness, we start off in one place and we and we think, oh, this is who we are. This is what this is. This is what I'm like. And then we evolve and then we, we're like, oh, actually, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm, maybe I'm this as well, or maybe I'm that. Yeah. I just wonder how, how has your artwork developed? Like, I know we, we, we're in the same, we've been in the same group for, for 
the power manifesting group how is your art developed how like with yeah. your, I don't know the shifts that you've been experiencing in the last year how what have you seen well it's really strange because when we started the journey let me think it was um we secured this little studio I don't use it now I'm, I'm in in the house now but where my hobby still is he's still got the studio and he's just using it for band practice but when we acquired that I'm sure it was at the April of 2019 mm -hmm. and that's exactly when I joined the collective and, and I'd already been in the alignment academy and started to speak to people like yourself and Tammy and you know the different people that you become aware of and I, I just see the two things go hand in hand. It's really, it's really a strange one. I'm not sure I can even explain it, but the art, I started the art before thinking about the art. So I, I, I'm going to have a go at creating some art. And then um, the law of attraction popped in to the mix. Actually, no, that was before. Law of attraction was before. And then we started to think of doing something, doing something other than we're doing. So I teach and I, I've just, I, it's not that I don't like the job. I just want something different. So the two went hand in hand. We kind of found one, found the other, and then we just kind of went on the same path. So I feel like as I, as my consciousness has changed, the art has changed. And it's really funny because at the start of doing the art, creating the art, there was no plan for any of this, these stories or putting Reiki into it. That's all just come as we've gone along. So I was saying on my live this week, I, I got a, a, it's a tree, it's a spooky tree picture um, that I've done. But every, every piece of art that I do has a story with it. And it all stems from me. And it's kind of, I think what the collective did, being in that group, um, that helped me to develop. So it helped listening to you. I didn't speak much when we were in the collective. I used to just sit back and listen and listen to the different people on the calls. And it's just helped my consciousness develop. Mm -hmm. And through that, the art has developed. Mm -hmm. Do you get me? It's, it's really quite a strange journey. And I'm not sure I've got the words yet to explain oh, it. It's so interesting, isn't it? When we don't, sometimes the experience comes before us being able to explain what what that what it actually means yeah. to us. But um. I wonder mm. if some of it is about when when we really start to let go and start to really connect with who we really are, that we can be much more connected with that kind of creative side of ourselves and allow it yeah. to flow and allow, you know, that energy to flow to just, just be much more kind of um, in the moment with it and and maybe not but hopefully less critical as well because um some you know some some of us have grown up with you know all sorts of beliefs around art for instance but let alone other stuff oh. you know I'm, I'm no good I can't I can't draw I can't you know I I can't you know all these I can'ts whereas actually like any any activity we can all do whatever we choose to do and, and when we are kind of in this flow, allowing it to just flow through us, it's amazing. I mean, I've, your, your art is incredible. Yeah. It's just got so much, you can just see the energy in it. And I'm not even in the room with your art, yeah. but you can just, there's so much energy. <laughs> <laughs> I say that you can see that. 
Well, a lot of people have said that, so I'm, I'm really glad because it's hard online, isn't it? When you're trying to sell art online, people if, if people could come and see it hanging on your walls, it would be completely different to when they see it online. But what you were saying about the limiting beliefs and things, my first blog has that, it's called In the Beginning, and that's where I've gone back, and it was through one of Nick's belief tree process that I actually went back to being five and watching my dad draw. So my blog is based on this limiting belief. And he was, he was an awesome drawer. He, he worked on factories, you know, that's the kind of life he led, but he could draw. And he was sort of sketching out of, uh, can you remember the Aristocats? Yes. The film, the Aristocats. Yeah. He was sketching um, a picture from that book, yeah. Uh, freehand, not tracing, just drawing it. And I can remember, I was only about five. I can't remember exactly the age, but I think I was about five. And just looking at it and thinking, I want to do that. And so I had a go, but mine was really rubbish. And so the belief started then. I can't draw. So that's it. You you know, when you're sort of 15 or whatever, and you have this thought of creating anything, that's still there at the back of your mind. And it was only through the law of attraction and through the power manifesting collective that I kind of dug down Mm. and all of the stories begin with some kind of limiting belief Mm. or something that it's, it's almost like the, the journey that I've gone on, the, the other journey, not the art, the other journey, the self-development journey, the law of attraction. It's almost as if that has given me, it's like the skeleton. So I can put the meat on the bones, mm-hmm. as it were. It's give me the understanding of the structure of, of my life, if you like. And I never used to, like I used to hear people say, oh, an amazing shift. And I, I never got that because I used to think, is how it happens? Did you just get this shift? And I've started to become aware now of the shifts. And I've actually used the word shift to describe <laughs> it now. But I always think of it as just penny drops. It's just like a little light bulb's gone on in in your mind. So when you're thinking of something or you're trying to describe a process, you now have the words. It's like the penny's dropped. It's like, oh, yes. And that's a really interesting part of it as well. Just bear one sec because I've I've left my window open, which is definitely a faux pas of podcasts. So I'm going to shut it for one sec so that we don't get any more cars going past. Um, but what I was going to say that this sort of the this sort of, there's a really interesting like when you were talking about the story about you when you you were five like to 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 be able to connect like these these experiences that we had at various different ages and then just go oh that's when I started to think that and you know that that in itself that is a shift to be able to be able to sort of notice and see and have that awareness of oh okay that's why and then once we've got that awareness once we realize then that's when the fun starts because then it's like okay well then I get to choose and like you were saying like you've you've now got a structure because you if you think about it you can you get to sort of you get to pick stuff stuff up and go okay, well, is this something I want to hold on to? Is this a belief that's like, does this actually serve me? Does this feel good? Does this like yes. feel like the who I really am? And and if not, okay. So I get to put that one down. So what do I choose instead? 
and that that's that's yeah. when all the fun I think that's when you get oh, I get to choose yeah it's exactly and it's that's why I think the two things you know everything happens in divine timing and I think the art and you know being in the power manifesting collective I'm glad they ran hand in hand mm. because either one without the other it might not have led me to here do, do you know what I mean it's it's it's, you've learned from both a process yeah absolutely cool synchronicities isn't it and this is the thing Mm. when I first heard about synchronicities I was like I have no clue what you're really talking about (laughs) synchronicity what why do people keep going on about like look for the synchronicities I was like synchronicities but in fact what you were just talking about these like synchronicity the synchronicity of you came to the law of attraction the art came up and then it's like they've kind of come together in whatever they've kind of worked together and and your evolution or your involvement as a you know in your in your life experience is also fed into then your involvement as, a, as an artist which is yeah. amazing it is it's jolly good fun too <laughs> and that's the best bit isn't it isn't that the best bit okay. that lightening yeah. up that lightening up of um I can just have fun. That's a great belief to change. My my purpose here is to have fun. What a great belief. What yeah. if that's all? We, what if that's all we have to not have to? What's what if that's all we can we have we can get if we want to we can choose to do. We mm. just get to have fun. Yeah, and that's just and uh, and and like changing your perspectives, you know, on things like the, the, the limiting belief. You know what you've just said um the, the structure your mental structure mm. has changed so when you think about shifts in itself as i said before i didn't see to shift just like a penny dropping mm. that's because i didn't have the language mm. and then being immersed in the collective mm. you hear all the other people using that language and you and then you can run with it and so now you've got a way of explaining things sometimes i still find it hard when i'm when I'm doing lives and I'm trying to talk through a piece yes. of art, I sometimes stop and think I've got the word to explain. It's really quite difficult, but it is an amazing process and it is fun. And like you just said, that that's all we're here for. That is life is meant to be fun. And it's, you know, if you're not having fun, it's about changing the perspective. Like I was going to say, you know, I've got a day job as well. I, I, I'm the artist. I'm an artist. Oh, I can say that now, you see. I am an artist. I can You're say an that. artist. Um, <laughs> and I'm also a teacher. Um, I, I used to say I was an artist disguised as a teacher. Um, but um, in September, I'm going down three days. So I'm taking a little leap. Oh, I, I, I daren't yet quit completely but it's I'm dropping down to three days so it's kind of like you know slowly letting go of the reins to see where I can take this because you know if nothing happens nothing's meant to happen if it happens great I'm having fun doing it so it's um you got nothing to lose really have you no you never have we never get it wrong we never get it wrong we never whatever happens there's always there's always an experience to come from it and it sounds like you're following an inspired path. Like you're inspired to do this. This is, this is the stuff that like really fires you up that you feel, I'm not that I'm not saying you don't yeah. feel passionate about teaching, but it's like we have different phases in our life, don't we? And, and, yeah. and 
and it sounds like you're kind of moving from from one phase to, towards another and this phase is yeah. Jackie the artist and, and I keep telling people I'm a caterfly you are I'm a caterfly at the moment that really interests me about art as well which and I'd love to hear your perspective on this so I am um, so a number of years ago I recovered from chronic fatigue and, and one of the things when you you have that chronic fatigue is you you get stuck in a stress response so you're constantly in fight flight and that's why your body starts to um work dysfunctionally um, and when I recovered one of the things that I started to really love was art and I'd never been into art and there's something about art that um when we connect in that creative way it calms us down it calms down our nervous system mm -hmm. kind of like it takes us out of the logical mind and it takes us into the sort of the creative and I absolutely I started doing all these I was like I didn't know I could draw I went to art class and um and I was like I I, I remember like laughing and just going I'm, I'm, I mainly was mainly in, I wasn't into kind of landscapes it was mainly kind of people but I would like draw I would draw it and I was like wow I didn't know I could do this <laughs> it's in me but it was just also so like um I thought the word is like freeing liberating especially when you could get out of the critic kind of like our, yeah. our critical mind of like not needing it to yeah. be perfect or but just enjoying the experience that flow and that you know that energy coming through you as you as you start to paint yeah How do you I think we don't know we can do it because we don't well it sounds it sounds very obvious but we don't try we don't we don't have that um that ordinary kind of it's what we do like as children you do mm -hmm. so like you know obviously drawing and coloring helps um the dexterity in, in kids fingers so yeah. as a teacher any spare moments you're getting them to color or to you know to doodle or to whatever because you know the benefits of of drawing and coloring mm -hmm. and so children do it all the time but then as they move through school that becomes less so doesn't it because yeah. it's more it's based on the academic so they you know they kind of lose that um i'm not quite sure what i'm trying to say they not the not the skill, but the opportunity. Mm -hmm. They don't have as many opportunities. So as time goes on, because you don't have that many opportunities to draw, it's just not the thing that we do. We just don't do it. So then you forget that you even can do it, or you can you can at least put pen to paper and doodle if you can't draw, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we just sort of forget. It just moves out of our psyche that we can actually put pen to paper and draw or create shapes do you know what as a child it's it's really strange this is i don't know if you watched the live where i was talking about the inner child and where it, i think you were on that one where it clicked um for me like you know we we associate fun with being kids so doing pause it was like you're a kid having fun you know but there was something different about these and when i was sat there and i was thinking about the inner child and that tea towel, this tea towel that's behind me with the kids on, they, the synchronicity is popping up. Um, and making that connection, for me, like when you mentioned your fatigue, Jost, and you were 
saying that, you know, oh, I'd never drawn and I've suddenly found this appreciation for art. I mean, it was always there, it was just hidden. Mm-hmm. But I think what the creative process process does, get my words out, is it sort of strips back the layers. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? So I feel like when I started pouring, I'd had a shift, even though I didn't call it thus at the time. Yeah. I'd had a shift, so I dared to try, if you like, this thing, you know, I've always been scared of judgment and ridicule as a child, as a teenager, you know, and then I've grown out of it kind of thing. But um, you you dare to try. So you move past that critiques, you know, what you just said about, you know, that self-critique. Oh, no, I, don't, I can't try. I can't even try. But then you have a go. But then you sort of that pulls back a layer and then you try something else and it pulls back another layer. And, and it's as you're going down. That's what I meant in the live this week when I was saying it just sort of digs down. And I feel like I've dug down now to my inner child. So um, it isn't just, oh, yeah, I'm having fun, I'm playing, I'm doing whatever. I feel like there's a, a purpose to it now, the, the child's purpose. And when I was little, because I couldn't draw, I used to just get paper out and I'd draw sort of shapes and I'd colour them in. And now I'm looking at my art and going, that's what I did. That's what I did, but not with paint, not with acrylic paint. I did it with pencils. <laughs> it's what I did. So I think that's so. I do, I do feel you're digging. I think that's such a beautiful way to, to, to also that analogy of like you're digging and digging and then you just, you, you get to your inner child. Because um, I think for some people, they're like, inner child, what are you talking about? What's what's our inner child but it's it's um and I, and I know what you're talking about because for me that's it's I love I love I love kind of working and nurturing my inner child but I mean for people who've maybe not kind of come to this before what would you say for you it feels like your inner child is what is it how would you describe it I, I attempted to do this in that live I just see you know when you think of kids and, and being a teacher, obviously, I'm always thinking of them. But even at the, I'm, I'm only year two, so they're only seven. Mm-hmm. But like when you think of an innocent, a, a child born into the world, they're just perfect, aren't they? We are perfect when we're born into the world. And we always are. It's just that the world taints us, our circumstances. And because we're human, we, we take on like a sponge, we take on the events around us and it changes perspective. So, for me, the inner child is just the, the perfect. The words I'd describe would be the perfect, the innocent, love, just that, that, oh, I, it is just that innocent sort of love and passion for life and the bliss, the enjoyment. All those words just seem to sit there with the inner child because when you stripped everything back, that's what it is. That's who we are at the end of the day isn't it you know what I mean I love that and then that for me then because my my experience is, is that I have multiple versions of me that have kind of if you, if you think about it like we were born and then we kind of as we, as we grow and like trees and like one of my friends has used this and yeah. I'm happy to say it wasn't me necessarily came up but it's a great where we just get more and more layers um yeah and so I've got we've got different versions of ourselves at different ages who like you said have picked up beliefs, emotional, 
baggage you know at times when they weren't allowed to feel certain emotions or um experiences that caused them to you know adopt you know a certain perspective um and I mean it sounds like for your art you're able to kind of like peel back those layers in the same way Mm. as you might do with with coaching where you would just be peeling back and and some of those layers might be might have had a really difficult time so actually before we get to the kind of the love and and there's 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 some sadness or there's some anger or there's some you know grief or whatever but when we can sit and allow that and 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 hold them then they then they we can release that we can release that kind of old we can help them that those parts of us release those old beliefs old emotions and 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 as you were saying then so my my kind of take is that our inner child is is our gateway to our inner being so when Mm -hmm. we connect with our inner child once we we've kind of let go of those layers of kind of emotion experience um beliefs trauma whatever it might be then our inner child becomes the gateway to our inner beings who are connection with the non-physical so love bliss Mm. joy that sense of fun and 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 I, I then the other the other thing that also comes to mind when you're talking about art is when we connect with and allow that kind of that energy that source energy to like flow through us that's also really playful often isn't it but loving joyful bliss but there's always that kind of playful energy that I think um we sometimes forget when we grow up don't we we sometimes forget that that that's oh yes or maybe we're even taught that it's not okay for us to have fun so it might even be that there's a belief there Mm -hmm. that we're we're not allowed to like you said earlier, when we st- when we yeah. were actually, we get to have fun as much as we like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other thing as well, like uh, somebody mentioned, like the Reiki, but it, it all it's all hand in hand. Everything you were just mm. saying, I'm going to try to remember it now, but I know I'll forget. But if when you were mentioning just when you're creating art it's like source energy obviously running through you and so into your art somebody asked me once um about the reiki that i put in into the art Mm. and they said so how how do you do that then what is it and i said well it really just is i do i don't see how you can't understand that because my energy's gone into that art so if my energy's in that art source energy's in the art and the intention as I create that art is positive and is that I am infusing this art with Reiki energy. So initially I used to stand holding the art and trying to feel it. And then I thought, oh, forget that. Don't do that. It is flowing through me yeah. anyway. So every moment that I'm working on that art is infusing reiki energy into the art it's the intention behind it isn't it it's what i'm planning for the art and the really weird thing is i started to draw cards for my art so i bought this i've always had tarot cards i've always been into things like that and recently well when i say recently two years ago i decided to treat myself to a pair to a pack of oracle cards i'm not sure if they call oracle cards 
or not. It's a chakra reading set because I got I really got into the chakras. Yeah. And so I bought this set of cards and then I just started to think, well, hang on a minute. When I'm shuffling the cards, that's my energy. My energy is flowing into the cards and it's drawing out the card that I need to hear at that point in time. So I thought, let's try and do it with the, with the art because there's a feeling, there's an emotional attachment to this art. There's an energy attachment to this art. So let's draw cards for the art. And you know what? It's spooky. It is spooky. <laughs> it's like that tree, you know, the tree one, honestly, it's called hide and go seek. And I, in the story that emerges from when I'm painting that is, you know, I'm drawing this tree, a spooky tree. And I'd love to be sat there because for me, sitting in the woods with the spooky trees, I'd feel at home there. So I'm thinking, oh, hide, hide and go seek. And then it made me think of me as a child of how I used to hide away. I didn't want to play with anyone. So it was that, you know, that's not feeling supported, not feeling safe. And that's why I wouldn't venture out into the street. I stayed in the garden. Um, and then when I drew the card, at the end of it all, I sort of find the name for the piece. And then I sit there and I just sit with the, with the piece. And I'm shuffling the cards and I'm looking at the piece and I'm connecting with the emotion and the feelings and the story behind it because that's already come. And then I go and draw angels and masters, the, the angels and masters card, which is the soul uh, star chakra. And I'm looking at the meaning behind it and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, how those two things marry. And every piece of art that I've done and drawn a card for, the marriage between the card and the art is uncanny. It's just so uncanny. It's, it's awesome. It's just an awesome process. <laughs> really good. Gives me goosebumps, actually, when I'm talking about it. It sounds it sounds incredible. And as you're talking, I can kind of I feel like I can feel the energy of what you're talking about. There's sort of first of all the spooky words and, and hiding and and how you know when when we kind of when we've looked at our shadow, we're not going to be scared of the spookiness because it's just a bit it's playful. But then you kind of go back to the child who maybe maybe didn't feel safe, wasn't wasn't safe to go out. So actually hiding was safety, so hiding away from other people was mm. And but it sounds like your art almost is a, a way of kind of like exploring those stories and in an energetic way, finding a, yeah. you know, that kind of um, release and letting go of, well, actually, I don't, I, I, I know I'm safe now. Safety's, you know, I'm probably beyond safety. I'm in an energy of just feeling incredible. I thought like love. And, and, and then you, you draw this card with this beautiful, like, um, you said crown chakra, didn't you? I think it was um, angels and masters. It, no, it was it was angels and masters, and it was it's connected to the soul star chakra. Oh, okay. So it's the color gold. Oh, so it's the chakra that sits above 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 your head. Chakra. Sorry, yeah. so, but that just oh, amazing. But then that, oh, so amazing. And what tell us? So tell us a bit more about the soul star chakra. So, I mean, I'm not an expert, obviously. I've just got my little my little kit over there. Um, it's obviously we've got the seven main chakras, haven't we? Mm -hmm. Running through the center of the body. But then uh, what I've learned from the set that I bought was that there is an earth star chakra, which connects us to Mother Earth. And there's a soul star chakra, which acts as a bridge. 
between the spiritual realms and the physical. So it's where the soul enters the physical. Mm-hmm. That's what I know of. I mean, there could be somebody listening to this or when they do listen to this that knows otherwise, but that's my understanding of it. So, you know, it resonates with the colour gold. There's no gold in the picture. The colours don't offer much, but the it's the cards usually match the story behind mm-hmm. it. It was quite another another example of that was when I first started doing this new style of art, the very first piece that I created was just a rainbow. I just wanted to use all the chakra colours. I've got another one as well. That's, but and it was a small piece. It was just like a little play piece that I was doing. And a guy that I went to college with saw it on Facebook and he contacted me and asked if he could buy it. So I, I sold it to him. And I told him that he could name it himself if he wanted, because I haven't got a name. It was it was not intended to sell. And he um, he didn't name it. He just said, oh, no, God, draw a card, name it for me, write the story and all this. And so I sat with the piece and I looked at it and I gave it the name Playful. Yeah. Before I did anything else, I gave it the name Playful. And then I wrote his story out. And then I sat there, drew his card, and the card I got was connected to the heart chakra, and it was the play card. Oh. And it's like when when that happens, you do go goosebumpy. Cool. It's so good. So it's such a lovely process. Say so. It is. So it's, it's, it is a thing now. It's like, I, I it's yeah, incredible, Jackie. I feel like you could, you could. I, 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 and, and tell me if this is something you've ever thought of. I feel like you could bring together your art and your teaching that you could, and, and and this kind of the way that you, you do your art and the way how you could help others connect energetically with the art that they're, that they're producing and, and also maybe with the stories behind the art that they're producing because it just sounds mm-hmm. so, like you said, the word soulful comes to mind. It just feels such a beautiful soul connection and and I, as you know, as we're talking, I can kind of feel all of my energy body kind of getting all kind of like, oh, that's something. <laughs> and when you can, you're like, oh, I can feel there's a bit here. And, oh, and when you talked about the soul star, I was like, oh, I wasn't consciously aware of that. Oh, that one, that sounds good. I like that one. <laughs> but it's it's just it's, it's, it's lovely. Yeah, it's it's a it's just a it's a, it's just another exploration, isn't it, of like this of this physical reality that we're in. The human experience mm. that, but it connecting it with that non-physical energy so you're producing a physical piece of work but it's 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 come from source doesn't it it's source that has kind of guided you and and leading you in that expression I think that's probably why I love <laughs> art so much yeah art I, I have I'm probably mostly into modern art, but art just lights me up. If I see a piece of art that I love, I'm just, oh, I could just, you know, look at it for hours. It, um, it is. I mean, I've got a lot of friends now who who are artists and they're all different. There are, there are one or two abstract artists that I'm familiar with now or friends with, um, loosely speaking, you know, Facebook, Um but it's kind of like for me when I see like realistic art when I see a landscape or I've got a friend who draws the most amazing pictures of houses the detail in them is unreal and then I've got another friend who draws um this sort of like beautiful ladies they're almost childlike drawings rather like my own um, of ladies but you know the process 
for each one of us is the same. I, I think, I think that it is so speaking through as I, I think that's what, I think that's what the creation is. Um, but it's when I see sort of a piece of realistic art, so a landscape or a portrait, it doesn't do anything for me. It do, it's not that I don't appreciate the skill behind it. You know, I, I really do appreciate the skill, but it just doesn't do anything. It's for me, I get lost. That, that recent picture that you've bought, you know, Salvador Dali, the pictures that he used to create and abstract art for me is the way to go because I think it's, it's different for everyone. Like when I was doing the pause, people were like, oh, I can see this in there and I can see this in there. And it used to make me chuckle because... I couldn't see them things in there, but they could. And I think that's the joy of abstract art because people can it can connect with it in their own way, can't they? Rather than just the way it's being portrayed. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's Absolutely. much more than that, I think. And it, it's, you know, when you were talking about how your art's infused with breaky energy, I think, you know, that we connect with art from an emotional place as well, from art from our emotional body, not just like with our mental mm -hmm. kind of, like I'll see a piece of art and certain art will just hit me in the heart and there's the beauty of it all. And other art will be, oh my God, there's so much anger in that. Or it just, it's, it feels really kind of like powerful, but in a, in a kind of, you can see the sort of the energy that's gone into that, that art. Um, and I think that's, you know, I think, when we're talking about growth and expansion and our own kind of personal evolution on the planet, that's what the arts and not just painting, but that's what the arts do for us. They, mm. they help us expand yeah. in ways we would never have thought about that we, if we hadn't have had that experience of, you know, of, of either painting or um, seeing a painting, it can just evoke so much, can't it? I think that's what I love about it. Mm, most definitely. Most definitely. That's the thing. It has that an emotional attachment, doesn't it? When you see a piece of art that speaks to you, it, it really does. It speaks to you. It's what one person sees, another person doesn't. And it's almost like, you know, I look at the art around my room. I've got all these pieces of art that are just sitting there on the walls waiting to be purchased. Some haven't even been advertised yet. But I just think there's somebody, what I love is, and this is a goose bumpy thing as well, it's like you've created that piece of art for somebody. Yes. You yes. don't know who they are. <laughs> it's like, I love but that. somebody, isn't it? That somebody is out there and one day they're going to look at that and it's going to be their piece of art. It's just that's an awesome thought that we're connecting, but we actually don't know who we're connected to. <laughs> yes. And that and that's the magic of everything, isn't it? That's the magic of it all, isn't yeah. it? how we can connect with that source energy and it comes through you and you yeah. have this trust. So you're doing this art and you know that this is for someone and you don't know at the moment who, who it's going to be for, mm -hmm. but you, you trust that it's, it's going to, you know, it's going to come to, to that person in, in, in good timing, in, in divine timing, as it were. That's yeah, awesome. exactly. That's so cool. Oh. <laughs> um, so I was going to suggest we sort of bring it to a close now, but I, I just wondered if you, before we finish, is there any, like, just one, like a last kind of word or thing? Not really. Other than, 
you know, if, if anyone listening wants to see my art, then they can either find me on, well, Facebook probably is the best place. So either Jackie Walker on Facebook or Yugen Artistry, because, you know, that is the business name, Yugen Artistry. So either of those profiles, I'm there and they'll be able to see everything. Yugen is Y-U-G-E-N. Oh, Jackie, it's such a pleasure to talk to you. (laughs) Thank you. It's been so much fun and the energy was just incredible. So I can feel it. I can, like I said, I can feel you you and your art (laughs) in the room with me. So thank you so much. Um, And um, I'll talk to everyone soon. Take care.